Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who really likes throwing knives at people's heads, but they're like psychic knives. It's like they mess with you. Brianne. I don't... Hi. I don't know who told you about that, but it's all conjecture. I never threw a knife at their head. Well, you can know when they're about to throw a knife at someone's head because they have butterfly things around their eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it's my, it's always purple. Um, yeah. Nothing nothing problematic about me at yeah, all. Yeah, they definitely didn't have to do a really big retcon in the future because of Chris Claremont's, like, really obvious Orientalism, that which everyone just lets go. Oh. Uh, everyone just yeah. lets it go. I, like, I'm okay with you projecting your BDSM kinks, kinks on us. Don't put us, don't give us your Orientalism. That's how we got Wonder Woman. I'm cool with it. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about someone who is a very long-running character, and some people might not have known that she was white at first. Uh, Psylocke. Yes, white and blonde. Yeah. Right now she's Captain Britain, so that's a thing. Well, she was Captain Britain multiple times, but... She was, yeah. uh, But yeah, so we're talking about Psylocke or Elizabeth Betsy Braddock. Um, She is the twin sister of... One of the worst uh, characters, I hate him so much, Brian Braddock. <laughs> <laughs> he is the embodiment of white, uh, white privilege and entitlement. He sucks so much. Um, that being said, uh, when Alan Davis was writing him, he just made it to where he just had a bad time at all times. So I do enjoy that. But, but yeah, he, he sucks. Um, but yeah, so... She is. This is the outfit she's in. It's like, eh. What a what a strange one to choose for the encyclopedia, though. Well, well, she technically. When did this one come she out? She technically wasn't doing yellow face at this time. Okay, because that was okay, late. I 90s. guess. I, I'm just thinking her. When did that encyclopedia come out? Because I'm just my brain thinks of the uh, what the '93 uh, X Men. This is '89. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, then I guess that costume yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I'm thinking of the the purple swimsuit with the little leg strappies, and that was right after the Australian arc, which was happening while this was being written. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. So just missed yeah, it. So just misses it. But uh, but yeah, people probably know her as the Asian ninja lady who has psychic daggers and kisses Cyclops sometimes. Kisses girls sometimes. Well, that was a little later, but yeah, she does kiss girls sometimes. That's later, but still, let me have let me have my bisexual mutant lady. Okay. Well, they did finally make like <laughs> Kitty Pride like openly bi, so that's yeah. Even though you could tell from when she was thirteen you- on. Yeah, and also from her being my favorite mutant through childhood, that's definitely a choice. We go, oh, they're. You know, Kitty Pride's their favorite X-Men. See, mine mine was Nightcrawler, so you should have known. I should have known so much. Also, yes. Because yes, everyone absolutely. knows everyone knows uh neurodivergent like bi people just or just actually neurodivergent people love Nightcrawler. He's so just mm, chef kiss. 
Ooh, got that classic guilt, but not like yes. that. But not the uh, the um, Matt Murdock type of Catholic guilt, where it turns a bit to like insufferable sometimes. Like he's just yeah, brooding. Not all the brooding. Yeah, he he does he you know. Also, he's like one of the only people who knows how to like platonically flirt with people. Like he's literally yes, like, he knows how to platonically flirt, which is something. And he did that in the eighties. So one of my favorite things, uh, stories I ever heard working at the comic book store, there was this older guy who was saying, like, I didn't know Nightcrawler was German until I watched the animated stuff and I heard them say Kurt Wagner. And I was like, Kurt Wagner? Why is he talking like that? And he never put it together. He just thought he was blue guy Kurt Wagner. <laughs> and every every time I see it now, I just think of this sweet old man, like, watching, finally hearing the name out loud, going, oh, my God, I've misread everything. Uh, no, I think we need, a, I think we need like, a, a proper Nightcrawler being, like, because, like, a proper night, live-action Nightcrawler. Because you have to, yeah. you first, oh, for you sure. have to get, you have to get, like, a, like, a, like a slim fit twink who can speak a really sexy German accent and you got it like right there. Yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know it exists. So yeah, it exists. Yeah. When they let us do, when they let us do the casting for X-Men, it will, we'll find them. Whenever they let us do the casting for X-Men, it's only going to be the gay characters of (laughs) all, only gays only. (laughs) It's going to be what, uh, what X factor, the the most current run of X factor is. It's like, yeah, (laughs) everyone on there is by except for North star. (laughs) 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 It's very good. Um, But uh, that being said, uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, Betsy Braddock. She's a citizen of the UK with no criminal record. She's Captain Britain 2. Um, she was born in Braddock Manor, England. She is single. Her father is James, deceased. Elizabeth, her mother, deceased. James Jr., or Jamie, and Brian are her brothers. We were talking, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about Jamie Braddock later. Or will we? Will we talk about Jamie Broderick at all? Let me see. Because <laughs> I feel like we would have talked about him already, because he does not have a mutant name. He just goes by his name. Yeah, that would have that come up. Yeah. That would be me, though. I wouldn't be able to decide on a mutant name. I'd be like, I don't know, just call me Brienne, I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be talking about uh, Jamie. He's only one of the more powerful, he's only like one of the three most powerful mutants. You know, that's whatever. No big deal. Um, also, I know he was doing stuff in this time because Days of Future Past happened. Oh, yeah. So J- Jamie was part. That's a weird omission to have. Yeah. Uh, maybe there wasn't enough. Well no, well, no, that makes no sense because they, I don't know, whatever. We'll talk about, we'll talk about Jamie Braddock's probably like three years in the future when I finally get to him in the, in the uh, new version. <laughs> <laughs> that actually has almost every single character, even if they have like one paragraph worth of information. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so she was part of X Men, former member of Strike, former ally of the RCX, and Captain UK. Captain UK is like an alternate dimension version of the. <laughs> There's technically Excalibur made the 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 Marvel multiverse the way it is now. Um, they started with the Captain Britain Corps and they were, it was either X-Men or Excalibur around the same time. They started the earth numbering system. 
Oh, interesting. I didn't know it started with yeah. them. Yeah, it did. It was either Crosstime Adventure or that one story where the in X Factor where you had the the O five go through different dimensions and they had to deal with a bunch of different stuff for like five issues. Yeah. One of those. Um but yeah, I, I'll have to look into that a little bit more. But I do know that that's when the Earth, like we started getting like Earth, like you know, seven, twelve, and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so she was first. She first showed up in as a very small character because this was yeah. Uh, this was a very early character, but in Captain Britain issue number eight in December nineteen seventy six, Riot on Regent Street. And this was, uh, this would have been during the time when they were trying to do, get more UK readers. So what they would do is they would have like a Captain Britain story and they would have like backup stories of like other, like preprints basically. And they would be like a larger format and everything. And it was like a way for them to like kind of induct like uh, the UK into it. But for this I don't know what this... I don't... I can't tell half of this. What is going on? What is half of this? What? What is anything? What is going on right now? Well, there is... Well, I can tell I, you. There's one thing going on, and it's Cover Piece Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Cover Piece Theater. Okay. So, we have... <clears throat> is this some sort of vehicle driving up the side of a building? Wait. Very fifth element. I guess. Okay. So, okay. See, that was okay. I think you unlocked the one thing that was confusing me. Okay. So, Captain Britain, using the staff that he had for a long time, and he had a cowl on that was like the Union Jack kind of almost looks like BDSM gear. Um, I was going to say it looks like fetish gear with the harness and the. And the and the everything. And the hair is exposed. The no so mouth. The it, no course. The the no mouth. But I guess there's like a robot thing driving up a building, and yeah, it's is, like uh, some some kind of car driving up the side of a building. Oh, with, it's a car. Oh, yeah. I get it now. Okay, it's a car. You see what I mean? It's like it very much like the car from the Fifth Element, except there's someone who's got like a fire blasting sort of turret on the back of it yeah and uh you know there's a bunch of stuff in the street down below and uh captain the perspective the perspective is jacked yeah <laughs> cover. Like, the building would have to be like leaning like way harder for that perspective yeah, to work the, the, the perspective is absolutely jacked and the cars down below they look big enough that they're not that far up this building no they're not that yeah like, they're a few stories up, but, like, they're not... The cars are still fairly big on the... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Perspe- perspective is wonky. Yeah, but that being said, uh, Captain Britain is uh, saying that you... I must destroy the hovercraft before those thugs get me with their energy blasts. Yep, that's what he says. He's, uh... That's that's how it works, I guess. Yep. So, uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, finally talk about her, I guess. Like... She first showed up there as like kind of a background character. Technically, she first showed up as an actual character in um, New Mutants Annual Number Two, but I go by first canonical appearance, even if it's just a shadow. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, but yeah. So, um, Betsy Braddock is the daughter of Doctor James Braddock, who 
was once a denizen of the other world or the interdimensional realm where there's a being who calls himself Merlin dwelled. Now, here's one of my funnest Merlin? one of the funnest things I love. Which Merlin is it? Um so they have a really long parenthesis well, really long side tangent here in parenthesis, uh, not parentheses, uh brackets. What what's the thing? I forgot the thing. The 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 cur- the C's. Uh the uh the parentheses, parentheses. yeah. Okay, I, th- I was thinking. Pr- well, yeah. I was thinking quotation marks. <sighs> I swear I know what things are. It's so it's been a long day. <clears throat> it's been a long day. Words are hard sometimes. Yeah. So there's some question whether this Merlin, who according to some uh, past accounts was an alien, is the same Merlin who was a sorcerer who aided the original Black Knight. This so the alien was there also one other one. That was someone pretending to be Merlin, who was actually uh, Yaga Baba. Oh my god. Yeah. So, we don't know which one. <laughs> it's one of them. <clears throat> Could just be a person in a pointy hat with with a real credible voice at this point in Marvel. Well, no, continuity continuity matters. It does, it does matter, matter, but they don't always write like it does. No. Yeah, so, sometimes someone makes Merlin an alien and be like, Shit. Yeah, no one's used Merlin before. That's fine. No one would think to use Arthurian <laughs> legend. It's fine. No one's. At least, I don't need to check. There definitely wasn't a very popular comic that we had when we were timely for at least fifty issues that had Merlin in it all no. the time. No, and then this British comic and Arthurian. I don't need to check. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but uh. But yeah, but this, the man known as, on Earth, known as Dr. James Braddock, was a member of Merlin's chosen guard and was sent by Merlin to Earth to father the champion who would be known as Captain Britain. Which, I, I'm tired. You've been sent to Earth to bang. Like, go get someone pregnant. I feel like. Spew that baby gravy into many poons as you can. Yes, yes. God, be fruitful. Which also one of my one of my favorite things about because they have a new, uh, like it's basically like a Nightcrawler, not solo title, but basically it's called Wave the X. And one mm-hmm. of the tenets of Krakoa for mutants is be fruitful. So yeah. they have orgies all the time, but the thing is, double of asexual can't like fuck. Yeah, really well. Yeah. So like he's just like, I don't want to. Like, and he's going around and just like, like no thanks. Oh, I guess I'll watch over the people who like don't want to or can't or whatever, so they don't feel like they're alone. And in the background of it, it's just like people like they're showing as much as they can without showing penetration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this era of X-Men so much. It's like it's so horny and weird. And on top of that, we have a really well-written like corporation like book like book about X-Corps which is like just about the workings of an X-Men corporation, a uh, corporation in this new world. And it's so good. I need to I, I need to add that to my list. Yeah, yeah X-Corps is sure. pretty good. Uh Way of the X is pretty good. Unfortunately, X Factor is ending. Um, but you know, Leia Williams probably going to get another book. I don't know oh, if they. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if they announced it or not yet. I'll see it on Twitter. Um, also, I will forever love Leia Williams for getting uh, not only a lost like reference in a book, but also talking about Monster Girl Hunter like a like a yes. like 
in a lot of terms. And this was all coming out of the fact that she needed powers because she thought she was going to lose, be canceled. So she wanted to get power. Oh so my God. the first thing she did was fake a robbery so Spider-Man would come in and then try to seduce him because she heard that his cum is radioactive. Oh. <laughs> Just normal stuff. It's... it's <laughs> Gwynpool Strikes Back is a perfect miniseries. It is so good. I love Leia Wilm so much. <laughs> so fucking funny. I love it. I love the new horny age of, co- of, of comics we're having. <laughs> it's, it's, in future generations, they'll be like, uh, we have Golden Age books, Silver Age books, Bronze Age, and a selection from the horny age of Marvel. <laughs> Uh, um but um uh but yeah so living in england dr james braddock became known as one of britain's britain great britain's leading research scientists he married a woman named elizabeth and they purchased a mansion where they which they named uh braddock manor dr braddock created mastermind who's not to be confused with the the person who made the who made jean gray into the dark phoenix Different mastermind. mastermind. Different mastermind. Also British, but different mastermind. Okay. British mastermind. Yeah. Okay. Also, technically, it wasn't Jean Grey. It was the Phoenix for- Force left her thing. Yeah, yeah. Left her body in the bottom of Jamaica Bay, and then, and then it was just X Men continuity. Just there's too much X Men continuity. Just, just the tangled up <laughs> headphones of the comics world. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So, uh, Dr. and Mrs. Braddock's first child, Jamie, seemingly had no and did not inherit his genes from his father that would give him superhuman powers. However, Dr. and Mrs. Braddock were next children were twins, Brian and Elizabeth, who did inherit such genes. <clears throat> the children's powers remained latent for many years, however. Uh, Dr. Braddock and Mrs. Braddock were killed in an explosion in Dr. Braddock's uh, laboratory in Braddock's Manor that was caused by the computer mastermind, which malfunctioned due to contamination of its organic base. By the way, mastermind is an organic computer. It got a, it got a okay. real virus. Oh, no. And then, then it... Mask up, mastermind. No. <clears throat> uh, Brian Braddock eventually became the costume crime book champion known as Captain Britain. Basically developed psychic abilities, which he used in service... For the law enforcement agency Strike, a British division of the original Shield, um, <clears throat> Betsy also develops a highly successful career as a fashion. Oh, I forgot to say what her what her job yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. She was a fashion model, now adventurer. So what a storied career. I know. We're going to be talking about Red Skull, like in the future, like oh, real soon, God. and his occupation list is one of the best ones I've seen. Oh my god. It is so good. I can't wait. That like just I just, I was looking at him just like, man, isn't that the rise of a moderate uh moderate uh American businessman? Man, you got it. That's that's a straight line. <laughs> but uh but yeah, she was also a fashion model and uh she also knew of Brian's double identity and the two the two of them just lived in their parents' house, which I don't understand why they would, wouldn't. would It's a manor. Yeah, it's not even like you're in the same place, probably. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you live in the mansion that's in your family? Like, if I had a shack that was in my family, I didn't have to pay for it. I'd probably move there. Yeah, like, yeah. 
um, members of a British agency called RCX, knowing Brit- knowing that Brian Braddock was Captain Britain, attempted to recruit him to work for them. Refusing to be exploited by the government, Brian Braddock gave up the role of Captain Britain altogether. The RCX agents then pursued uh, Betsy to become the new Captain Britain, working with them. Uh, Betsy used a costume taken from the other dimensional counterpart of Brian, uh, which magnified her strength when she wore it and enabled her to fly. Another dimensional hero, Captain UK, trained Betsy to become a crime fighter, and the two acted as partners on missions together for many weeks. Uh, Eventually, well, finally, Betsy launched her solo career as a new Captain Britain, which came to a quick end when she battled against the two of the original Captain Britain's arch foes, the Vixen and Slaymaster, which sounds like just a dra- like a duo drag team. Slaymaster, yeah, yes, Mama, and- yes, Hunty, boots the house down, yeah, Slaymaster. <laughs> like it's just like Vixen and Slaymaster sound. They sound incredibly like queer. Yeah, like, it's. Uh, um and wearing a battle suit that wait i already said that um so wearing a battle suit that amplified his own strength slaymaster savagely beat betsy to near death and uh blinded her since her telepathic cries of agony brian rushed to her to his sister's aid and brought in fought and killed slaymaster Realizing he could not forsake his responsibilities, Brian resumed his role as Captain Britain. Uh, Betsy discovered her telepathic powers, helped compensate for her lack of sight, and went. And she went to Switzerland to recuperate. While there, she met a prisoner of the other dimensional uh, creature known as Mojo. Oh, great! That's gonna that ends well for her, I'm sure. I love Mojo. He's he's so awful, I, but I love him so. And it's one of Mocha's one of those characters that can only <clears throat> exist inside of comics. Well, t- you know what I mean, like especially the weirdness that is X Men. It also kind of predicted like like early two thousands uh, retro yeah. uh, like reality TV, like exactly. really hard and um, hardcore. Yeah. Also, there's a oh, there's a there's a really fun part in uh, X Factor where uh, Dakin, uh Wolverine's son. Um, I forget what his mutant name is. I think it might just be Dakin. I don't think he has a mutant name. Um, but you're that you're that hot. You don't need a mutant name. Yeah. Um. He, he first off, he's bi, and he does that kind of creepy yes. thing where he uses pheromones to make people like him. And was like, eh. mm. but but he they had to go to the Mojoverse. Um, and what happened was they had to do interviews. So like they screen test basically, and. What Dakin did be like, oh man, I can't just make you love me because of my pheromone. So he goes, so he gets up and he t- he's like, a, he's he's about to take off his pants before the just cut. cut. It's very good. It's very good. He's like just chaotically by in it. Uh, love that energy. And I love it. Love and that him energy. and Prodigy bouncing off of each other is so good. Oh my god. Oh man. So I love I love it. Um. Uh, but yeah, so Mojo could control of Betsy's will and gave her new artificial eyes, thereby restoring her sight. Now, do you think there might be, I don't know, consequences to that? A catch? Yeah. A monkey's paw? Yeah. Uh, so Betsy was rescued by, through intervention by the New Mutants. Having regained her free will, she chose to remain with the New Mutants at the New Mutants' home. 
and Charles Xavier's mansion in Winchester County, New York. Also, I thought that Winchester County was in Connecticut for the longest time for some reason. And like as a kid, and I was just like, man, they they get to New York real quick. Real fast. I know. It's like those those state those states up there are real thinking close together, huh? <laughs> so uh, and basically unknown to unknown to Betsy, she can uh Mojo continued to monitor the activities of the X-Men through her eyes. And she got her eyes she got her eyes from something called the body shop, which Spiral was in, and I don't think we're gonna be talking we talked about her in the last one. Spiral has a really weird history. I mean, is it better? I mean, I guess it's better than Longshot, who is technically his own father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tech, uh, I don't know. Um, so, Comics. Yeah, Betsy proved her courage to the X-Men by resisting the attack of their enemy Sabretooth when he broke into the mansion. As a result, she was accepted into the ranks of the X-Men, becoming a costume crime fighter once more under the codename Psylocke. The general population came uh, believed that Psylocke and the other X-Men perished in the battle against the adversary, um, and which was a... Remember when I talked about uh, Claremont's uh, Orientalism? Yeah. We talked about the adversary before. Um, it was one. Th- it was in the A's. But uh, he also really just... He had that thing that a lot of uh, white liberals had at the time, where they're really obsessed with Native American tribes. <sighs> I would argue that that never ended, but yeah. Well, mm, no. I mean, it's a little <laughs> less. I mean, they're not like writing like songs about it as much now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the adversary, which came, which was Forge's whole thing. Forge is like real cool. I just wish they took out some of the real racist parts about his backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he has some real racist stuff in the background, uh, in his background, but. And it's always bad when they think like, oh man, like I just imagine Claremont sitting down going like, this is spitting. I am killing it. I'm doing so good. And I'm like, no, baby, no, you're not. Please. It's like when. Get a sensitivity reader. <sighs> literally somebody at Marvel at some point, please. It was like when he made a character called Thunderbird from a tribe that didn't believe in the Thunderbird. Yes. Um, yes. And gave him super strength, but um, killed him off in the dumbest way you can kill a character off. When you have Wolverine and Cyclops on your team. Not Cyclops. No, sorry. Colossus on your team. Like, he died tearing up a plane. He died in an explosion. You know who can survive explosions? Cyclops. Two of your team members. Most of your team members, actually. Yeah. Like, he survived for, like, I think five issues before he died. He was part of the all-new, like, the giant size X-Men team. Yeah. And, like, he just got killed off. Like, it just... And also, the Forge. Oh, man, I wish he didn't have those racist parts in his backstory. So cool. (laughs) He's so cool. Okay, but basically, they believed that they were dead, but Roma, Merlin's daughter, was just like, hey, I'll, like, I'll, like, save you from this. Like, we have to, you have to, like, everyone believes you're dead, and also all electronic devices that are promoting you can't see you. And also, you have to live in Australia. <laughs> but but first, you need to beat up all the Reavers and take their base. And also, use this Aboriginal... Aboriginal person as basically a glorified taxi. 
Yeah. 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 This was before the yellow face part, by the way. For her yeah. Character. No, they just they're just ramp no, they're just ramping up to it. They're just they're just ramping up to it. They're like, you think this is bad. Yeah, they went they went through the Siege Perilous and then they turned into it's a new they they got new lives and they forgot about them. Like uh like, she, she to be sw- fair Yeah. To be fair, what came out of it was we got we got a uh, Rumi LeBeau. You know, the 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 Which out yeah. of it. Like and Which is I am great, of- but did you but did anyone need to switch bodies with a Japanese woman? I don't think we needed that. Like they they got they really just got a lot of things there. <clears throat> but um but yeah, at after going through the Siege Perilous, like she became she was like she was literally like she was a Japanese woman and then she was trained by the hand. Um and they and was, wasn't this, it like they retconned this. Was it, so basically, yeah, wasn't it like the wasn't it like the person who she switched bodies with was like the the former lover of someone yeah, the from the, of the hand? hand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like whoops, complicated that. Yeah, and like she dies twice. It gets resurrected twice. And technically now she could die as many times as she wants and she'll be brought back in a few hours because uh, all mutants are mortal now. Unless you have precognitive abilities. Because that would mess up Mora's plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. She, yeah, it's, you know, it's cool. I don't know. That's it. Is there, you have anything else to really say? Uh, I don't know. If anyone's a writer, please just get a sensitivity reader for the love of God. Don't let people come back years later and go at some choices you made. Here, here's here's the thing. Because Psylocke has Psylocke has some really cool powers uh, that can be very very fun to see on a team. But oh boy, is so much of her backstory entirely unnecessary. Yeah, and the thing is, is like a lot of times you can just make a couple tweaks and it makes a character okay. Right, right. Like, like a lot of a lot of the really like horrible looking stuff that comes from like instances of characters are just a couple traits. Yeah. Like, I mean, unless you're talking about Fu Manchu, then that whole thing you need to throw out. Whole, but, like, and t- throw the whole thing away. Yeah. Or burn it down. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. What do you What do you have to plug? Uh, I am the uh, creator and writer and a voice actor on the audio drama Today's Lucky Winner. It is a chaotic supernatural comedy um, that Reddit has described as uh, Buffy for stoners. Um, It's got queer romance. uh, It's got vampires. It's got acid trips. Um, uh, We come out on the 1st and 15th of every month. Um, you can find us on social media um, at Lucky Winners Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can listen um, wherever you get your podcasts. And our finale for season one is going to be October 15th. So you have some time to catch up before the season finale. So uh, my name is Jesse, and I have uh, another podcast called Over in Smith where I read uh, a Lovecraft story and make fun of it or say that this is good or that's racist or uh, uh and then um i make an audiobook of it if it's not too boring or racist uh surprisingly enough most of them aren't it's i i have a theory that the only time he writes a racist story is when an italian man is mean to him 
Um, you know. Uh, but that being said, yeah, I, I am proud of those. Please listen. I have to do a lot of editing to make an audiobook sound okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But uh, if you want to support me, you can look at the links in the description. And, uh, you know, you, you can also go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram to look at the pictures that we are, to look at the picture of the characters and also like covers and whatnot. This has been Alphabet Flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Thank you.